Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a certified nutrition and health coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset, love their bodies, and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. Now, I'm just going to preface this episode by saying I'm really sorry if you can hear any funny noises, but my house sounds like it's going to blow away right now. I don't know if any of you know, but Tasmania is windy as hell sometimes, and today is no exception. If the Wicked Witch of the East was here, she would be quaking in her boots right now. It's a little bit of a Wizard of Oz reference for you for your Thursday. Anyway, today we are here to talk about meal prep, but before we get into the episode properly, I want to let you know that I have a waitlist open for something super, super exciting right now. This is something I've been working on for a while and I'm still busy beavering away getting it done, but it's going to be amazing. It is for you if you want to learn how to love your body, if you want to improve your self-confidence and your self-worth, if you want to nail your mindset and just start feeling really, really freaking good in yourself. This is for you. You want in. So all you have to do is go to the wait list through the link in my show notes, pop your email in, and then you will be the first one to get VIP access and the exclusive discounts that come along with that. So you don't want to miss it. Head to the wait list right now. Okay. Maybe after this episode, but make sure you get on there. So now let's get into the episode properly. We are talking about meal prep today. Now I am such a meal prep fan. I love meal prep. I've been super into meal prep probably since I started working full time, I think, but it kind of went next level once I was working at a gym and I was kind of out of the house from like nine o'clock in the morning to often about nine o'clock at night, every single day. So meal prep was a bit of a necessity for me, but I also just really enjoyed it. I don't know if you know this about me, but I am an organizational freak. I love organization. I love lists. I love planning. I love all of that kind of stuff. So meal prep, right up my alley. Combining it with food, you get to plan and you get food, like my two favorite things. So that's kind of why I love meal prep. But also I just find that it is so helpful for my life. I mean, even now I work from home and I, I still meal prep, despite the fact that I'm two meters away from my kitchen at all times in my life, I still meal prep. I still think it's amazing. So my relationship with meal prep is definitely a bit different to how it used to be and how I meal prep looks a bit different to how I used to. So I used to prep breakfast, lunch, morning tea, afternoon tea, snacks, dinner, everything for seven days on a Sunday, every single week. I would prep every single meal for the entire week on a Sunday. Now I don't do that anymore. My meal prep looks a little bit different now. Some, it kind of varies week to week, to be honest. It kind of depends what I've got on, but if I'm really busy, which let's be real, I am a lot of the time recently, I like to have as much meal prepped as possible so that it's there ready to go. I don't have to stress about it during the week. In fact, I even was such a meal prep queen that I went and bought 
no, not even bought. Sorry. I went and got a free freezer from someone from Marketplace. So I have a second freezer in my garage so that I could keep all my meal prep in there. That is how much I love meal prep. So that explains why I'm doing this episode today, why we're talking about meal prep. There are so many benefits of meal prep and I kind of just touched on them there, but let me run through them with you now. So obviously the first one is saving time during the week. If you can get some prep done on a Sunday or a Saturday or I mean, Tuesday, whatever day it is for you that works, you can save yourself so much time. You don't have to spend like two hours a day cooking or, you know, depending how fancy you like to get with your food, you don't have to spend that time. You don't have to get home from work and then cook dinner. Like no one can be bothered doing that. It's so much effort. So you're saving time during the week. It gives you that time to do whatever you want. Maybe it's watching Netflix. Maybe it's doing after school activities. Maybe it's spending time with your kids, whatever it is. You get that time back if you've prepped things on a Sunday. It also means that you've always got meals on hand for when you just kind of CBF, basically. (laughs) You've always got meals ready to go. You never have that moment of being like, ah, shit, what have we got to eat? What's in the cupboard? Okay, what can we pair within the fridge? Have we got anything fresh? We've got some very sad looking spinach at the bottom of the fridge. You don't have to do that anymore. You'll have four meals there ready to go. So that way, when you do have that tired moment of coming home from work and you're like, I can't be bothered cooking. Should I just eat Vegemite toast? Which, relatable, I still do that sometimes if I haven't prepped. Then you've got meals ready to go. You've got meals in the freezer or in the fridge or wherever it is. You can grab something delicious. Personally, my favorite, I make a bunch of dal at a time and I keep that in my freezer. And then anytime I have that can't be bothered moment, and if I haven't been quite up to date on my meal prep, it's in my freezer. It's ready to go. I also do this with snacks. I do this with main meals, anything, all of that stuff. And it's amazing just knowing that you've always got nutritious food ready to go in the house because a lot of the time we don't. Like if we're not prepared, then we don't have, you know, nutritious, delicious food ready to go. As we know, fresh food is kind of the first thing to start looking depressed in your fridge. So often we kind of turn to that toast or like pasta or something like that which is no, like there's nothing wrong with either of those foods. Love both of those foods. But sometimes you do want something with a bit more nutrients, something that is going to feel better in your body. Meal prep is also great because if something comes up and plans change, you don't have to worry about eating at like nine o'clock at night because you got home late. So if you get stuck at work or like something, again, something happens with the kids or something like that, or you have to go somewhere after work and then you get home at like 7.30 instead of 5.30, You don't have to stress about cooking a full meal and eating at like nine o'clock at night because nobody can do that. That's not a fun time. And the last thing that is a big benefit of meal prep, which I feel like is not one that people normally mention, but I'm going to mention it, is you get to stock up on cute Tupperware containers. Now, this might not get mentioned because maybe no one else actually cares about that. Maybe it's just me. But that was such a big meal prep, like win for me, such a big benefit In fact, a couple of years ago when I bought my house and I was moving out completely by myself from living with a housemate, my mum actually gave me as my main Christmas present this massive crate full of different Tupperware containers, all the different sizes, all the different colors, their matching lids. I was so stoked. Like, (laughs) you know how they say people get excited about vacuum cleaners when they become an adult? For me, it was Tupperware. Very exciting. And if you don't want to go out and buy a heap of Tupperware, you don't have to do it. You can get cheap versions. Like you can get just those little like takeaway looking containers from Coles or the reject shop or whatever it is, or 
you can just save your Uber Eats containers. Anytime I've got like Indian or something from Uber Eats, I'm keeping that container. I'm going to use that for my meal prep. It's amazing. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to get fancy things if you don't want to. All right, now let's get into how to meal prep. Now I'm going to take you through what I do. So other people probably do different things, but this is the way I do it. This is what works for me. And I think it's pretty good, which is why I'm going to tell you. So the first step is to plan out your meals and snacks for the week or for however long you're prepping for. Maybe you're only prepping for three days or something like that. Plan out all your meals, plan out your snacks, have them, you know, you can write them out. You can put them in your phone. You can put them on like a little calendary thing, put them in your diary, whatever you want to do, write them out, plan everything that you feel like planning. And you don't have to plan every single meal, which I'll talk about that a bit later, but plan them all out. And a good thing to do if you're, you know, looking to maybe save some money, save some time, save some effort, all that kind of stuff, choose some meals with some ingredients in common. Because this means that you're not buying like one tomato, one eggplant, one zucchini, like all the different things. You can buy things in bulk or you can buy more of them and then you're saving money because you're not putting, you know, 87 different single ingredients. You might just have like 20 ingredients or something like that. It saves you time, it saves you effort, even if you're not, you know, saving money by buying a bog. Just like the kind of action of like chopping up all the tomatoes at once instead of chopping up four different vegetables or something like that. It's going to save you time and effort because then you don't have to clean the chopping board every single time in between them because you've got one type of food. Amazing. Another kind of thing in here, I guess, is some people when we talk about meal prep, they're like, yeah, but I don't know, like, what do I prep? what do I eat? Like, how do I find recipes? There are so many, like, I swear there are seven bajillion recipes on the internet now. And there are so many good different places to get them from. So many good websites, all of that kind of stuff. Even like the Coles and Woolworths websites, their little magazine thing, they have such good recipes now. And often on websites, they'll actually tell you what meals are freezable as well. So that can be a good thing to kind of keep in mind when you're deciding what to eat. Personally, one of my favorite places to get recipes, and this is, I guess, a little bit of a shout out here, is the bear guide. So Leah Itzinas, she has created these bear guides. Now you can use them as they're sort of meant to be used, which is as a proper guide, like, you know, following for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, that type of stuff. I personally just use them more like a recipe book. I pick out my favorites. There's so many good things in there. There's vegetarian versions, which, you know, for me, amazing because I'm vegetarian, but lots of different things. I've also got a bunch of cookbooks. My favorite cookbook is by Otto Lange. I think he's my all-time favorite chef. I love him, um, but he makes some delicious food if you're into that. But I've just gone on a tangent as per usual. Let's get back to the actual prepping rather than the planning. So, well, I guess step number two is still a bit of planning, but once you've planned out your meals and your snacks, write out your grocery list and divide it into sections. So what I do is I have my notes in my phone. That's where I keep my grocery list and I've got it divided into like aisles, cold section, you know, fridge or freezer, the fresh produce. And then if you, you know, eat meat, then obviously have that in there as well. And then what that means is you've got kind of everything together. You're not just randomly flailing through your shopping list, trying to find things and being like, oh no, I forgot to get broccoli from that section. And oh, I forgot to get yogurt from the fridge section when I was there and blah, blah, blah. Put it all in one. Be an organizational nerd. It makes your life so much easier. So much easier. I don't know how people take like a paper list and a pen and just have things written all over it. Personally, I couldn't do it. Wouldn't work for me. So if you want to be next level like I am, this works. It's also good because you're saving time. Like you know exactly where to go 
and you're not getting extras. You just go down the aisles that you need to go down. You've got your list, buy exactly what's on your list and just don't go like walking down every single aisle, looking at what's there, like blah, 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 what's on sale, that kind of stuff. Because then you get sidetracked and you end up leaving with like, I don't know, if I go to the shops without a list, I will leave with like chicken schnitzels, potatoes, pasta, some random like pre-made curry thing, chips, like just random stuff. And then I get home and I'm like, how do I make a meal? Where's the green stuff? What have I done? So this works. (laughs) This stops that. So once you've got everything on your list, you're back home, you're ready to go, we can get into the prep. So my first recommendation would be to prep and cook similar things together. So doing things like chopping all your veggies in one go or prepping similar ingredients at the same time. So like roasting all the vegetables at once, that kind of thing, and then dividing it into meals or portions. So instead of kind of going, okay, well, this week I'm making a, I don't know, burgers. All right, let's prepare all the different components of the burgers. And then we'll move on to our next recipe, which is spaghetti bolognese. And then we'll prep all of that. If things have similar ingredients, work on them together. Again, you know, you're not washing the chopping board in between that kind of thing. It saves you time. It saves you effort. It's so much more efficient. I'm all about the efficiency. So that is a great way to do. If you're prepping full meals, then cooking them up maybe, and then dividing them into portions. So if you're, I'm going to use the dal example again, like I do. If you make four serves of dal, put them into four separate containers, ready to go in the fridge. So all you have to do when you're ready to go to work is grab one, pull it out, done. You're on your way. Anything you don't want to cook or anything you can't cook yet, chop it up and store it in containers in the fridge, ready to go. Portion out serves of meat and things like that. You know, maybe even marinate meat if that's something that you're going to be doing. Having it all, basically doing as much as possible to make your life easier later so that once it's time for you to eat, it's there. You just have to grab it. You grab it and go. Or maybe you grab it, you chuck a couple of things in a pan, cook them, and you're done in five minutes. So much easier. Now, once you've got everything cooked, all you need to do is store the things that you're going to eat in the next few days in the fridge and then put everything else in the freezer. Now, before you put it in the freezer, portion it out. There is nothing worse and I've done this when I've been lazy before. Again, for example, the dal. Then going, all right, here's my four serves of dal. Chuck it in a big container. Chuck it in the freezer. But the thing is, I'm not going to eat four serves of dal in a day. So if it's not portioned, you're going to defrost the whole lot. And then that's just not ideal. That's not ready to go. So instead, portion it all out. Put it in the freezer. Make sure you label it and put a date on it. Because if you are like me, sometimes you'll go through your freezer and you're like, oh my God, I have like seven meals here that I didn't even know about. Are they still good? So put the date on it because you will not remember. You'll think you'll remember. You will not remember. And if you're not sure what you can and can't freeze, because there are certain foods that just don't go well in the freezer, Google it. Someone else will have asked the question before. The main thing I would say is like salads. Obviously, don't freeze salads. I feel like surely no one would do that, but I'm going to say it anyway, just in case. But Google it. It's super easy. Most things you actually can freeze, like so many things that you wouldn't have even thought of you can freeze, you can freeze. Then once you are ready to eat the meal, make sure you thaw it in the fridge overnight to defrost or defrost in using the defrost setting on the microwave. Do not leave meals out overnight on the bench to defrost. It is not safe, not food safety. So don't do that. Make sure you either, like I said, in the fridge overnight or use the defrost setting on the microwave. And then you're done. This is the meal prep steps. You're done. So your very last step is you need to whisper thank you to past you for making life easier for current you because she deserves it. She's a queen. 
Thank you so much, past you. I do this all the time. Like, past Gemma, you're the best. Current Gemma, you're all right. Past Gemma, you rock. Thank you. Now, for some people, that might all sound a little bit too intense. You might be like, good Lord, I do not have two hours or three hours or whatever it is on a Sunday to do all of that. I don't want to do all of that. Like, no, not my vibe. That's fine. If it's too next level for you, there are more options. Or otherwise, also if you're an intuitive eater, because when I first started learning about intuitive eating, I was like, yeah, but I can't be an intuitive eater because I love my meal prep, as previously mentioned. I was like, meal prep doesn't work with intuitive eating. You can't have it all prepped because then what if you don't feel like it? Wrong. Wrong old Gemma. Wrong you if you're thinking that too. (laughs) You can absolutely meal prep as an intuitive eater. I meal prep still all the time and I'm an intuitive eater. So these are my tips for you if you kind of want to do like meal prep light or meal prep as an intuitive eater and you're worried about, you know, not feeling like things or anything like that. So a few things you can do. First thing, when you get home from the shops, just chop up your fruit and veggies like straight away and have them ready to go in the fridge. So that way you're saving your time during the week. You're not doing the chopping because I feel like chopping takes up a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of mess, a lot of energy. So just have them ready to go. And that way you can just grab them out, put them in the meal and off you go. Another thing you could do is like maybe store the ingredients for a meal together. So for example, I do this for a breakfast that I have, which is like pumpkin chickpea toast sort of thing. I roast my pumpkin and then I divide it into portions. And I've got those like containers that have the separate sort of compartments. If you know what I'm talking about there, like one container, but different compartments. So the foods don't touch. So I'll put my roast pumpkin in one part my chickpeas in another part, my little bit of feta and my rocket or my spinach or whatever I'm having greens in there in the other section. And then that way in the morning, I just grab that out, chuck it all together, cook some toast. Off we go. We're done. Makes it a lot easier. Again, it's like such a little thing, but it actually saves you time. If you don't want to prepare a whole meal, just try prepping parts of them instead. So maybe chopping and cooking a few different kinds of vegetables, portioning and marinating protein sources, and then bulk cooking some different types of grains. Then that way, when you're deciding what you feel like eating, you've got multiple vegetable options ready to go, multiple protein options ready to go, multiple grain options ready to go. Pick what you want. Grab a couple of those veggies. Choose which grain sounds good. Choose which protein sounds good. You've got a meal in five or ten minutes so much easier. If you are like me and want to prep sort of as much as possible in advance, then choose meals that can be frozen. So then that way, if you decide that you don't feel like eating them in the next few days, it's not a big deal. You can just chuck them in the freezer if you don't feel like them. I do that all the time. I make sure that at least a couple of my dinners or something are freezable because then that way, if I look at it and go, yeah, I don't want this and I don't want this in the next couple of days because my next couple of days, you know, they look good and I think I will want them, put it in the freezer. Next time I feel like that meal, I can take it out because obviously I will feel like that meal at some point because I don't cook crap food. I only cook delicious food. So that is a good way of kind of making sure that that's there. But another thing you can do is leave a couple of gaps in your plan. So instead of like planning 100% of your meals, all your breakfast, all your lunches, all your dinners, leave a bit of a gap. So that way, if you get to Tuesday and you don't want your Tuesday dinner, then you could have it again on, you could have it on Friday instead because Friday you didn't plan a dinner so you can kind of use up your ones from earlier in the week so I often do that by weekends I don't plan at least a full day sometimes leave a gap or two and then that way if I've got leftover meals I can eat them there if I don't I've always got other food in my house so I've got something to eat I'm never stuck 
basically. Another tip for if you sort of get to an evening and you're like, oh, I don't feel like this food I've prepped, what you could do is maybe tweak the meal and until it is what you feel like. So if you plan to eat rice with your dinner, replace it with pasta. Maybe you could swap the veggies out, swap them for a different kind of veggie or change the sauce or something like that. Just tweak it until you're like, yeah, that sounds good. That's what I feel like. Otherwise, like I said, if it's completely like a hard no, just freeze it. Have it next time you do feel like it and then you can make something new. Another thing I wanted to note here is that obviously I'm all about listening to your body. Intuitive eating is all about listening to your body and eating as much or as little as your body wants at that time. So one kind of trap you can get stuck in is like, oh, well, I've prepped all this food, so now I have to eat all of it. Or, well, I'm still hungry, but I finished my prep meal. That's fine. You can still work around that with intuitive eating. So if your body is saying, "Mm, I'm done before you finished your meal, you don't have to eat the whole thing. You could save some for later or like, yeah, food waste, but you could throw some out. If there's a little bit less and you don't want to save it for later and you don't want to freeze it, you know what? You don't have to finish every single thing on your plate just because it's there. And I mean, I I get that's kind of controversial because sustainability and stuff like that, which I completely agree with. I hate wasting food, but I think a lot of us were also raised with that. You have to clean your plate kind of mentality because that's, you know, that's what our parents taught us because yeah, we're just, you know, fair enough. Like, but if you are then constantly eating more and a lot of us are conditioned to finish everything on our plate and not listen to our hunger and fullness signals, it can kind of mess with our system. So instead listen to your body instead of like the serving size and see how you go. My personal favorite thing to do, like I said, I put it in the fridge and I have it later. Especially if you have dinner at like six o'clock or something and then at 8.30 you're like, oh, I'm snacky. You've still got some more dinner. Perfect. You can eat that. And then if you do the opposite and you get to the end of your meal and you're still hungry, have something extra. Just have some more food. Just because you've finished the planned food doesn't mean that you can't have any more if your body is still calling for it. So it's a great idea to have some snacks on hand for those times when you still need more food. I have most of my snack options are free things that I've made and things that I've frozen, things like little muffins, like egg muffins, or I've got like these birthday cake muffins from the bear guy, whatever it is, you can have a snack later on, prep some snacks, maybe have some fruit on hand. It's always good to have fruit on hand and yeah, have something more. And lastly, I just want to mention a reminder that not sticking to your planned meals is not a bad thing. It's not a failure because I guess the meal prep thing has kind of come from, I would say, or planning all your meals kind of comes from, for a lot of us, a bit of a diet culture type of mentality. Like I 100% got into this when I was very stuck in diet culture and it was about eating to your plan. Meal planning isn't about a plan. It's not about sticking to the plan. It's just about making your life easier. That's what it's there for. So don't kind of get stuck back in that mentality of, oh, well, this is my plan. So this is what I have to stick to. And I can't have any more and I can't have any less. I have to have what's on here. That's not how it works. You don't have to do that. You can eat intuitively while being a meal prepper. So that is it for today. I really hope you found that helpful. I'm a big fan of meal prep, as I've said. So if you've got any more questions or I didn't cover something, please reach out to me. Send me a DM on Instagram is probably the best place to grab me. I love talking about meal prep. Also, if you've got any great meal prep recipes, send them through. I love food, obviously. I love recipes. Hook me up with some new ones. 
And like I said, do not forget to join that wait list. The link is in the show notes or it's also in my bio on Instagram. I would love to see lots of you ready to be there to snap up those discounts and that VIP access. I hope you all have a wonderful day.